Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of L2M Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. We're here today with Roger Katz. Roger is the CEO of Friend to Friend. He's the founder and leader of Friend to Friend, a marketer, a strategist, and a social media expert. His long career as a tech marketer, general manager, and consultant includes companies like Photobucket, Agilent, Brocade, Quantum, Bell Labs, and a number of startups as well. Roger's a big believer in the power of social media and the changes that social media will bring to consumers and advertisers alike. Hence, his company's focus on sites like Facebook, Twitter, and the iPhone. He's an advisor to Pacific Community Ventures. He's got degrees from Michigan State and UC Berkeley, as well as an MBA from Wharton. And he's a cycling fanatic, an aspiring guitarist, and he tells us, uh, not so fast swimmer. So welcome, Roger. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Linda. It's a delight to be on your podcast. Great. Thank you. So tell us, you know, we hear so much about social media. You can't go anywhere without being bombarded by social media. How important is social media in the long term, or is it just a fad? You know, Linda, we get this uh, question a lot. And uh, from our perspective, and I venture the perspective of a lot of folks in the marketing and advertising world, the, the phenomena of social media and social networking is the biggest media shift we've seen since uh, the Internet came along in the early and mid-90s. So we're seeing today alone 400 million users um, registered on Facebook and that audience growing at almost a million users a day. 25% of all page views in the U.S. are of Facebook pages. Wow. Um, and then you look at, you know, two-thirds of the world's uh, connected population is on social media sites today, and that they're spending a lot of time on social media sites. And, and as an example, with social networking, a user spends three times more on a social networking site than they would on a typical Internet portal. So, you know, I'd say stats like this indicate it, it goes way beyond fad to, you know, really adopting a new lifestyle online. Wow. So as as a marketer then, uh, and our audience really is marketers, how can you see this impacting us? Particularly, let's talk about Facebook for a second. What trends are you seeing if we were doing brand advertising? How would we integrate Facebook? How are we going about that in this new age? Yeah, so a really good good question. First off, just to to emphasize the importance again, given the trends we're seeing in terms of the amount of people and the amount of time they're spending, um, brands and, and, you know, advertising and marketing gravitate toward where people spend time. And this has always been the case looking back at print media to, you know, radio, television, the emergence of the Internet, and now with social media and social networking, Um, you're spot on. I mean, marketers are going to gravitate toward interacting with consumers in this new environment. The the twist here is that the old way of doing things 
largely display ads in the margins of the page, and search advertising isn't optimized to this, you know, social networking and, and social media environment where the users really believe this is their space and the information they're seeing is created by other users or created by their friends. And so they're just not tuning in to those ads on the side of the page. Got it. So what this requires is, is you know, really a way of engaging people and users around marketing messages in a method that, that's tuned for that environment. And you know, that's really where we talk about getting brands and advertisers into the conversation because it's really uh, required for one user to start to talk about a brand or a product and propagate that um, to their group of connected friends. And that's both the challenge and the opportunity um, you know, on these social media sites. So what make, what's different about advertising on a site like Facebook versus a more traditional kind of web advertising? Well, you know, when you're on a portal and you're reading information, um, you may gravitate toward the margins of the page to interact with, you know, advertising um, content that, um, that's placed within the context of the information you're reading. But in the case of, say, a Facebook page, what you're reading is information really passed on or about your friends. It, it's highly personal. It involves a lot of social calls to action. If you get into a discussion about that content, if you indicate you like it, if you're sharing personal media, in that kind of environment, the ads on the side of the page really don't relate well to what the users are doing naturally on that environment. What we advocate and what we see really works is to cast the marketing message and engagement around the same types of behaviors that people, um, uh, that people perform on these sites. So people uh, give status updates on what they're doing. Um, they talk about you know, topics they, they care about and pass those around to their friends. They share personal media. They play games. They send gifts. They take quizzes and, and polls to learn about themselves and about their friends. And if a brand can be integrated into those activities that the users do in these new environments, that's you know, really the, uh, uh, you know, the successful approach here that's going to work. So it sounds like creating ads really isn't the way to go. And then what we need to do in terms of um, really becoming effective when we advertise or, or just market ourselves on Facebook is we need to, to become more a part of the just general experience? Yeah, you know, it really moves from a, uh, a broadcast model, you know, one message broadcast out to, uh, to a targeted uh, segment. It moves from that model to more getting the advocates of your brand and products to help pass those on from one friend to another. And, you know, just a, a couple of stats here on – you know, in environments like Facebook and Twitter, the average user is connected to roughly 130 friends or followers. And when that user takes an action, talks about a product, advocates a brand, 
they're automatically propagating that message and that endorsement out to their connected friends. Right. So if, if we rewind back to, you know, the 70s or 80s, and I'm definitely dating myself here, but there was a, an ad on TV for Fabergé Organic Shampoo um, where the actress said, you'll love this shampoo so much, you'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends and right. so on and so on, and the screen kept dividing until there were 64 people on the screen. Yep. Well, where, the, where that breaks down in, in real life and with word of mouth is I may tell two friends with the best of intentions and the most passion around that brand. One of those friends will think I'm crazy. The other one will actually pass it on to one friend. Right. And the whole chain dies pretty quickly. When you think about how this works in an environment like Twitter or Facebook, I go and advocate a brand or a product, and that goes out to my connected friends. Not all of them are going to see it. Not all of them are going to act on it. But in terms of the people I can influence, those are the people I can influence. And some of those people, a certain percentage of them, will follow my advice and will take action on that message. And that total interaction is a very powerful accelerator for word of mouth, and it removes a lot of the natural friction that, that's built into um, uh, to the whole word of mouth process. Right. Right. So, so it, really, it really kind of gets the, the whole doubling function going again and again and again. Exactly. Exactly. Great. So how should a brand really go about advertising on Facebook or another social media platform? Um, we know we, we don't want to do display ads. We don't want to do AdWords. Uh, you know, do we need to cre be creating games and quizzes? What's the right thing for us to do? You know, it really depends on um, what the, the true voice of the brand is, the different uh, uh, marketing initiatives and campaigns that are going on. Uh, the first place for a brand to start is really to stake out their home base in the social media um, channel um, or channels that they're choosing to operate in. So if it's Facebook as an example, Facebook has done a great job creating an environment for a brand to call home base, and that's a Facebook um, profile page for the brand or a fan page. Um, the brand would start by establishing their presence. Um, in, in framing that discussion in a way that um, reflects on, on their own uh, brand uh, image. Um, it's, you know, taking out the type of visual presence they want with their logo, starting to frame the discussion in terms of the posts they make, in terms of the uh, multimedia content they provide. Um, what they want is people that are really interested in their brand to form a link with them in this case, on Facebook. And by forming that link, it's showing their friends that they're interested in that brand, and that, that user is also getting messages um, from time to time from the brand. Now, where the quizzes, polls, gifts, um, other types of you know, social action-based applications come in is as the brand starts to think, um, what can we do, how can we engage with our users in a way that provides value to the users so they get something out of the interaction is natural for the way those users 
uh, interact on social networks and would interact with our brand. Got it. And, you know, I can give you a few examples. Of yeah, I'd how. love to hear some examples. That would be great. So a couple of the, uh, uh, campaigns that we have going on today, one is around the launch of uh, Star Trek Online, a new video game uh, that was released in early February by Atari. And we worked with uh, another agency on this campaign called Social Ties. And uh, really what the client Atari wanted to do was um, build interest, excitement, and buzz around this video game prior to its release um, to start to see pre-orders of the game and to have um, users that were interested in the game um, propagate that interest to their friends and then have that whole cycle repeat. So we did this across a couple of different channels. Um, one was on Facebook, um, where we helped uh, uh, orient and optimize the, the brand's presence um, through a Star Trek Online um, uh, Facebook page. And we populated that with an application called uh, TrekMe which really had users uh, upload and submit photos of themselves, which they could then morph into the characters of the video game. So they could become a Klingon or a Borg, um, uh, Tadassian from, from, uh, from the game. And these were all images from the game. But what you had was the users per, uh, uh, applying their own likeness and their image onto the brand. Oh, interesting and then sending that result out to their friends. Okay. So, you know, this is a situation where there's an entertainment value and there's an awareness of, you know, what the game's all about, and the user's passing that to their friends in a way where the brand is actually making that interaction better. If the brand weren't a part of that, it would just be me sharing a picture of myself with my friends. Right, but exactly. Fact, the brand was there, it made it more entertaining. Yep. How about, do you have any examples, and obviously a, uh, a game lends itself to this type of promotion and entertainment. What about uh, a brand that perhaps is not in as much of an entertainment space? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question, and, and um, I will get to that in, okay. uh, in a gif. Yeah, I want to um, just mention uh, an interesting aside here is that we've done this across, you know, verticals as broad as uh, travel, automotive, beauty products, consumer packaged goods, um, uh, uh, spirits, uh, you know, video games, apparel. And we found that if it's a, it's a consumer product or brand that the user can relate to, and, you know, when you're talking about consumer products, the good likelihood that will uh, be the case. And it, it, it works across okay. all these different uh, types of segments. So, you, uh, you asked about one that wasn't a game. So we worked with, uh, with Godiva to come up with a way that uh, people could interact with these, you know, very high-end, high-quality chocolate. Okay. And we came up with an application called I Love Chocolate, which uh, where users would send uh, images of Godiva chocolates to their friends as a virtual gift. And the user would come into a gallery, they'd select uh, from one, uh, one of uh, several Godiva chocolates, 
pick the friends they wanted to send it to, apply a personal message, and then send the gift. Ah, that's great. Yeah, the beauty of this is, you know, it's it's uh, not uh, overtly commercial. The user recognizes that Godiva is a high-end, high-quality chocolate that their friends gonna, you know, feel good about receiving. They're applying, you know, a personal message to that, and it facilitates a, a social exchange between the users. That's when great. I receive a gift from someone, it makes me feel good. I respond to that person; it makes the sender feel good. Um, it's a win-win, and the brand is integrated into that social experience. And it's chocolate without calories. That's right. That's, a, that's <laughs> the best thing. There you go. That's great. Okay. That's, that's really fascinating. I hadn't thought about that. So besides all this, any other thoughts about how, band, how brands can build their fan base on, on Facebook? Obviously, these are all great ideas. But I wanted to see if you had any last thoughts about that. You know, it's, it, uh, it, it strikes a, a delicate balance between um, pursuing the commercial objectives that, that all brands are going to pursue and trying to sell their products to really understanding ways in, in this kind of environment where they can add enough value and interest to the interaction with their advocates that those advocates will actually uh, talk about and spread the word for the brand. And so it involves a lot of planning around, you know, a, a content management strategy of how the brand is going to work with this page and, and evolve it and uh, refresh it and, uh, you know, strike the right type of tone with their audience that's going to really make it take off. And you see examples of brands that, uh, that do that um, very well. Um, to others that really haven't caught their stride yet. Right, right. They're still working on it. Well, that's great. That's very helpful, Roger. Before we go, can you tell us a little bit about Friend to Friend and what Friend to Friend does? Sure. Friend to Friend uh, focuses on connecting people and products on social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, uh, soon to be the iPhone, MySpace. And uh, as we've discussed, we really focus on ways that, uh, uh, that users are interacting on these new types of sites, and we work with uh, brands and their agencies um, to help tie into the um, you know, marketing uh, objectives and campaigns they have going and bring that and extend it into these social sites to make them effective and to cultivate um, this base of fans in the best way possible for the brand. That's great. That's wonderful. Okay, well, thank you, Roger. We appreciate it uh, very much. I've learned a lot here. Thank you for being with us. Before we go, tell us a little bit about how you can um, find out more about Friend to Friend. So where can we go to find out more information? So uh, you can go to our website at uh, friend2friend.com, and that's uh, selling the friend with the number two and then friend.com. Okay, terrific. Thank you very much. We've been here with, uh, with Roger Katz, and he is the CEO of Friend to Friend. This is Linda Popke. Until the next episode, thank you for listening to Marketing Thought Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by L2M Associates. If you'd like to find out how you can improve the return on your investment in marketing programs, processes, or people, contact us at 
www.l2massociates.com.